Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. You're going to love this next episode. It is a beautiful spoken word poetry piece by Adam Roa at Mind Valley's A Fest in Portugal in 2019. Adam is going to open your mind to new ideas of love, awareness, how you treat and think about yourself, and how you treat and think of other people. So this talk is so freaking cool. We released a tiny four-minute slice of it on Mind Valley's Instagram account, Instagram.com at Mind Valley. And what we found was it became the most watched video piece on Instagram. People started sharing it on WhatsApp. It received over a million views. And that's how I know that this is going to be something that you're just absolutely going to enjoy. What you're listening here is the full 20-minute spoken word poetry piece by Adam Roa, the poet of love. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. When I step into a room full of powerful people, I say, How can I open hearts? And it starts with me showing vulnerability. So, what I'll choose to do is make up a poem just for you right now, so you know that there's no agenda. It's a unique alchemy of everyone in this room. Not a moment too soon, not a moment too late. It's exactly what you came here to receive. Because what I've seen here at this experience has warmed my heart. It's given me hope. Going from one dope person to the next dope person, I've recognized that in each of your eyes, I see a version of myself, one that cares, one that's willing to go there, the dark places inside of ourselves that allow us to become the best versions of ourselves so that we can become a reflection for humanity of what humanity can be when we step into unity and community and allow ourselves to be seen in our authenticity, a mission that we feel deep inside, a mission that allows us to guide others simply by being the light, when it feels right, what is possible, what might be a vision for what can exist on this planet, what we saw when we all came down and landed from the stars. And something that has lit me up is the passion inside each and every one of you, filling your cup, coming here and saying, I am worthy of expanding everything inside of myself, I can put my shadow beside myself, not identify with the ego, let it go and be something more, be worthy of your own show and get on stage and let people know that you are here to grow. You are here to glow and shine and remind people they are divine time after time, line after line, rhyme after rhyme. And so what happens when I step on stage and I allow you to see me? 
truly see me without any idea of what it means to be me other than to get on stage and be brave and say, this is who I am. This is what I felt. This is what I've learned from each of you. This is what I've earned from each of you, recognizing that together we've done something special. Each and every morning we wake up, we go and we take up all the food from there. And if you're like me, I stole a couple bottles of water, took them to my hotel room. And then pretty soon we're in these breakout sessions, all these rooms that are full, drinking it up by the earful and then going out and playing, drinking it up by the mouthful and recognizing that one of the best things we can do for everyone, reminding them that it's true, that being happy is the best way to elicit change because the revolution gets to be irresistible. The revolution gets to be irresistible If you haven't made it fun, if you haven't made it cool, why would anyone take the curriculum from your school on how to live life? I would think twice from listening to the person who goes back home and hates their job and hates their relationship and really wants to get out of everything that they did for the last 10 years, but hasn't yet found the strength within themselves to do it. And so I stand on this stage and a lot of people have asked me this question, over the past few days, have you always been like this? (laughs) Have you always been able to choose love? Been able to rise above? Has this methodology, this ideology fit like a glove always? No. I want to let you know that this was something that I learned to do because I was molested at the age of five by a man very close to me and my family. And I didn't remember that memory until I was almost 31 years old. And so my mission has been, how do I give myself permission to choose love for someone who did something to me that caused me to walk through the world with fear in my heart, putting up walls, not letting people near to my heart, clear from the start that there's a certain distance that we get to have because if you got too close, there'd be something bad that could happen to me. At any given moment, there could be calamity or tragedy. What I can't see, the unknown, is fear in me because we project into the unknown based on our past experience. And so if you've walked through the world fearing this, then you're going to project into the unknown fearing that. And so, yes, I come on stage and I wear a dope hat and I speak in rhymes and you go, oh, this or that, and recognize that I learned how to do this. I learned how to see this. I learned how to be this, which means every single one of you can, every single one of you who took my hand and said, thank you, but I don't know if my circumstances are actually the same as yours. Could you choose love if you were sitting exactly where I was sitting? Or would you start forgetting the things that you preach about, the things that you speak about? And I know it's possible for you. With what I've been through in my life, I recognize that in yours, life doesn't give you anything that you aren't strong enough to overcome, strong enough to turn your pain into your purpose and become the one that can have a unique message that goes out to an audience that is uniquely yours, who wants to hear your voice wants to see the choice that you made to overcome the same types of behavior that they experienced So they don't feel so alone. They know it's possible for them to regain their cosmic throne. 
kings and queens in this room, you are role models for the people who see gloom and doom when they look out and they see the news and they hear about Trump and they see all the page views on stupid shit that doesn't mean anything. But then when you put out a video that you think should get a million views, it gets, well, there's a lot of people in this room. I don't know, 1,000, 10,000. But recognize that for each one of those views, that's a human being who will choose to listen to you. In this digital age, we sometimes forget that every one of those views is a human being searching for it, searching for love the best they know how, and learning to forgive and open your heart to compassion for each and every person who may not have the same passion, who may not have the same level of courage when you can see them as human, being human, You don't get discouraged. You recognize that in their eyes, you see yourself before you became the person who could even see yourself. And when you learn to love the deepest parts of yourselves, the shadow, the anger, the judgment, you can have compassion when people reflect back to you the parts of yourself that you used to feel guilty about or shame about. This is a journey that begins by learning to love ourselves. And so I'm going to share a poem with you right now. This one I wrote. Many of you may have seen it. It's called You Are Who You've Been Looking For. And generally what happens is when I share a poem, I give you that energy, and then you give it back to me in the form of applause. For this poem in particular, I would like for there to be a moment of silence when I finish. And I want that to be a permission slip for you to fall more deeply in love with yourself. Take the energy that you felt, the appreciation that you felt, and point it inward for everything it took for you to be the person who's sitting here today. All the other things you could have been doing, you chose to be here. For all the things that you're going to do when you leave here to carry this message out loud and clear, I want you to give yourself gratitude and appreciation and love And we will do that in a moment of silence. And after that moment of silence, you are welcome to clap as much as you want. Can I have everyone take a nice deep breath in? Out. You are who you've been looking for. So stop looking for more unless you're looking in a mirror because it's about time for you to see clearly that you are who you've been looking for. And that empty feeling you got, that hole in your chest, you only got that feeling because you think you're not blessed with everything you need. You see, we live in a consumerist society, which means they need you to buy stuff. And the easiest way to sell it is to tell you you're not enough. Buy this car, you'll get girls. Buy this bra, you'll get guys. And we're seeing it so much that we start believing these lies. But the truth is, The makeup they're selling to make you feel prettier is the same makeup you buy to stop feeling shittier about this lie they keep telling you that you are not enough. And what about the movies we watch, all the shows on TV? The more I watch, the more I see I need you to complete me. Huh. And yes, love is the answer. Love is the key. But if you can't love yourself, how can you ever love me? And loving yourself, what does that even mean? Like massages and selfies and that sort of thing? Because the more I think about it, the more it feels weird. I've always been taught that self-love was something to be feared. 
I've been taught that arrogance is bad and vanity, it's not good. And even my bracelets are telling me to act how Jesus would. So what should I do? How should I act? I'm supposed to love myself, but how do I even do that? Well, I got a trick that I picked up from a friend who noticed that I was quick to defend her when she would say something negative about herself. She'd say, I'm so dumb. And I'd say, you're so brilliant. She'd say, I'm so weak. And I'd say, you're so resilient. And when she said, I feel ugly. And I said, you look beautiful. She asked me why I was so dutifully filling up her cup constantly and yet treating my own cup so irresponsibly. Because when I looked in the mirror, my voice was quite clear. You're ugly, you're too thin, your hairline's receding, and you got a pimple on your chin. And that was when she gave me a piece of advice that changed my life. She gave me a hug. And she said, treat yourself like someone you love. Treat yourself like someone you love. Now, I had been standing, but I needed to be sitting because I couldn't believe that I had been letting myself keep forgetting that I was who I'd been looking for. And deep in my core, I knew it was time to stop looking for more until I could look through all my fear and look into a mirror and see clearly that the man looking back at me is the only one who can make me happy, and I am already enough. And I'm not any more special or unique than you. That's why I'm here to speak to you. You are already enough. And when you start to see that, you will start to be that. Your world will get brighter, your load will get lighter, and you can see that with life, you can be a lover, not a fighter. And that life, you deserve it because you are worth it. And there's no point in letting yourself keep forgetting because no matter what you say or do, you are perfect. And so today, I hope I leave you with a direction correction away from the flaws you see in your reflection. They aren't flaws to me. They are simply protection against all the doubts you have of your perfection. So start today. Take a good long look in the mirror and say, I am who I've been looking for. feeling every cell of your body becoming receptive to your own self-love, shining a light on that part of yourself that you've been struggling to let go of, that part of yourself that you've been struggling to love, pouring light into every crevice like warm water seeping through your body until you feel yourself glowing feeling yourself elevated simply by choice. Sealing it with a nice deep breath in and out. My name is Adam Roa. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed that, go ahead and leave a review. Mention Adam's name. I know this is going to mean so much to him. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends, with anyone whom you feel needs to hear this. And if you like this type of content, if you felt this made a difference in your life, go to YouTube and follow Mind Valley Talks. You'll be able to see the full video of Adam's speech there. YouTube Mind Valley Talks. Don't forget to click subscribe. If you want to re-listen to this, Try re-listening to it when you watch Adam on stage. This man is so 
amazing to see visually. He is so expressive and brilliant in terms of his movements and how he conveys these ideas. So definitely, if you're thinking about listening to this for a second time, check it out on Mindvalley Talks on YouTube. I'll see you next week. Thank you for being a Mindvalley fan. Lakiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.